Good morning, happy International Women's Day and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Monday the 8th of March. My name is Zara Seidler and helping me make sense of today's news is Sam Kozlowski. Making news today, an update from Canberra. GPs react to the vaccination rollout. Some good news about the Pope. And a chat about the new workplace culture review. Here's today's Daily Digest. Defence Minister Linda Reynolds has extended her leave until April 2. The Senator is facing pressure over her handling of an allegation a Liberal staffer was raped in her office and began a period of leave originally on February 24. This means her and Christian Porter will now miss the next sitting period of Federal Parliament. The Australian GP Alliance has said its practitioners are facing quite a deal of stress, financial and otherwise, because of what is expected by them from the federal government in the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccination. The alliance believes the government's proposed payment of $55 per patient for both doses is inadequate to cover the 30-minute period during which the patient must be observed after the vaccination. And the trial of Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin over the death of George Floyd starts today. Chauvin faces charges for second-degree murder and manslaughter over Floyd's death in May 2020, which ignited a global protest movement calling for police reform. And to the good news, Pope Francis has met Iraq's top Shiite cleric to discuss steps the two religious leaders can take towards peaceful coexistence. It is the first ever papal visit to Iraq. And Sam has actually just informed me it is actually the Pope's first visit post-COVID and it was to Iraq, which is pretty significant. As we said at the top, it's International Women's Day today and the theme for this year is Women in Leadership, Achieving an Equal Future in a COVID-19 World. Zara, what does International Women's Day mean to you? Well, I think that it bears far more significance this year than in many years before, just based on how many stories, allegations, reviews, all of it that we've heard in the past couple of months surrounding women in politics and also just women in workplaces more generally. So we actually found out over the weekend about one of the reviews that the Prime Minister commissioned after the Brittany Higgins allegation. And we found out that Kate Jenkins, who's the Sex Discrimination Commissioner, will be leading that review. That's a really good sign for a lot of women. She's known to be really strong in this space. She's apolitical. And it means that it's going to be led at arm's length from the government, which is what many women were calling for. We've covered a number of stories in the last two weeks concerning women in Parliament House. Does the review relate to one particular story? Yes. So this one relates primarily to the Brittany Higgins story. So this has nothing to do with the allegations against the Attorney General Christian Porter. This relates to the allegations made by Brittany Higgins, the former Liberal staffer, who claimed that she was raped in the office of Minister Linda Reynolds, who we said is taking extended leave at the moment. And... Simon Birmingham, the finance minister, announced this review and announced that Kate Jenkins would be leaving it after four women claimed that they had allegedly been raped by the same Liberal staffer. And so this review is going to look into the mechanisms and the legislative instruments that are available to women who are staffers in Parliament House and how they can start to report these allegations of sexual assault. Because it is understood in the wake of Brittany Higgins's claims that there is not enough being done to support women in these environments. And so when Kate Jenkins delivers her findings, is the Prime Minister bound to act on them? 
So firstly, Kate Jenkins is expected to hand down a final report in November of this year, but she's also said that she's going to give some preliminary findings in July of this year. And to answer your earlier question, Sam, while the Prime Minister is by no means bound by legislation or law to adopt the findings of the review, his government is the one that commissioned this. So it is more than likely that they will take on board those recommendations and hopefully this is the start of some real cultural and legislative change in Parliament House. And Brittany Higgins in particular has already called for some specific things. She asked for the MOPS Act, which is the act that regulates the behaviour of uh, staffers in Parliament House. She's asked for that to change as one of the ways that parliamentary staffers can be protected moving forward. So on this International Women's Day, while it is brilliant to celebrate the many, many wonderful women around us, it's also a day to reflect on how much further we have to go to reach that equal status that we so desperately need. And it's significant to note that there are, at this point in time, many inquiries and investigations being led in our nation's capital to understand how we can better protect women who work there. So let's hope by this time next year we have some substantial legislative and cultural changes in place in Parliament House. That's all we have time for today, but in the meantime, follow the day's news on Instagram at The Daily Oz. It's where over 90,000 Australians get their news throughout the day and we would love you to become part of the community. 